All right, Anchor Nation, that was Giovanni and the Hired Guns with Ramon Ayala, brought to you by 107.3 The Fox. I'm starting to get the idea that they kind of play the same shit at the same time. Um, That's probably like the third time I've talked about this band, or I've played a clip of their song from this band, because... uh, yeah, they, I'm heading home about this time, and it's it's freaking on again. Um, before this, it was Brick in the Wall. Uh, I think before that, there was this newer song that I, I don't really recognize. It was like way down, do you feel I'm worthy or some shit? I, I don't know. Um, anyway, this is Southeast Third. I'm your host, Aaron Rollins, doing it once again live and ad-free on my podcast on Anchor. Thank you for tuning in. I am going to have to retake one of my classes. I'm, uh, I'm either going to get an F or a D. It doesn't get any better than that. I, I mean, by some miracle, I might get a C, but I doubt I doubt that's going to happen. Um, I really needed a, a better grade on my last exam, and I fucking failed bad. So I'm just not, uh, I'm just not doing what I need to do to pass. If other people can get a a, a 116, which is a perfect score, plus the bonus questions, if other people are capable of that, then it's not impossible, okay? I'm just not spending the time doing what I need to do. I'm uh, cleaning the house. I'm cooking the the meals. I'm um, going to work. (laughs) Oh, man. I I, I kind of uh, shifted my priorities this past weekend. We had a... um, we had an event in Waco that I went to, that I hosted, that I put together, put a lot of work into, dropped a little bit of money into. These people from Dallas came out and performed. And, man, they, they did a great job. The comedians were funny. They didn't, like, kill it, but they were funny. Um, you know, the music was good. They had some musicians perform. Uh, I was able to share some of my poetry. They had this poet show up that was, like, man, he his first performance out the gate nailed it I'm like this dude had to take like acting classes or something because I mean he's he's on it he's on target and um, you know the comics were were funny Um, I was the only white dude there so these performers were all African-American I mean the closest anyone was to being white besides myself that was there were the ones that were half black half white and you know they that there wasn't anyone else there and I, I was honestly expecting more people to show up but in typical Waco fashion you know only like 20 folks showed which that's still the biggest crowd I've had from one of these things and it's all free um, granted it wasn't in the most uh, forward-facing location it was at the Waco Event Center which if you can get to the downtown area there's plenty of parking it's not hard to get to but once you get inside the building that's where it becomes a challenge it's a it's a bit of a maze um but you know there was plenty of space there were plenty of chairs almost every fucking chair was filled up uh so it was it was actually over 20 but you know um the the fact that you know over a hundred people saw it and responded and a fifth of that showed up i'm like bro y'all gotta I don't know what I gotta do to get you people fucking out of here. Do I do I gotta put it in the in the goddamn downtown street, right off of Austin Avenue, just to get you to fucking pay attention and come? You know, people have been asking for this. They've been asking. They've been wanting 
these um, locations for these kind of things to pop up. Whether it's comedy, whether it's music, whether it's poetry. Granted, um, the music scene is bigger and the art scene is bigger. But people are still asking for poetry uh, events to, to come down to Waco and pop up. And they're, they're not fucking showing up. I'm like, how bad do you really want this shit then? You know, I, I promote it for a week. I, I partner with all these different people. Um, you know, I, I put all this effort into it. And, you know, I, I can't really be too mad because I scheduled it on Easter weekend, forgetting that it was fucking Easter weekend. But it was a Saturday night. What the fuck are you doing on a Saturday night? You, you should be with your families anyway. And if your families are in town which Waco has over like 100,000 people in it. If you're with your families in town, then you can, on a Saturday night, roll out for just a couple of hours. It, was, it wasn't even that long. You know, it was from 7 to 10. And by the time you get home, you clean up, you go to sleep, you're up early in the morning for whatever you got to do the next day. You know, I, you, you just gave us a few hours of your time to be entertained. And it was great. I mean, the people that were there, they loved the comedy the people that were there, they loved the poetry. They thought the music was good. Um, you know, the only complaint I had is that it took about an hour for those people to get going. And what? Uh, let me let me just be frank here. All right. So they showed up. They had been smoking some dank. Like, I don't even have to stand that close to them to smell the weed smoke that they have been sitting in because they've been smoking, whether it was in their car or their house or whatever. I don't know. But man, they were they were rolling up blunts. And so they come in all relaxed, but there's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of trying to get things rolling sooner rather than later. And they were like, oh, we got to eat. And it's like, damn it, bro. I was thinking this was going to kick off at 7. And then, you know, their um, their manager who ended up being there is like, oh, no, we're going to start at 8. Motherfucker. All right. So we started at 8. And so those people just sat there. We mingled. We talked. And I, I took a opportunity to work the crowd and, and get to know people and figure out their story and their histories. And um, we had a couple of repeats that showed up that had been there in the past and I haven't seen in a while. And that was kind of nice. And it felt really good to be involved in that that uh, event. Um, granted, I had to sacrifice some of my personal time, money, and my uh, commitment to my fucking studies to do that, do it. But hey... It, to, to me, it was worth it. To me, it was worth it because the, the performers were great. Um, the people, the crowd thought it was a good time. They all enjoyed it. Um, they said they would love to see something like this again. Uh, hell, maybe when we do Waco Word Fest, I can bring these cats back out. Um, Waco Word Fest is guaranteed to have like 100 people there. And I know that because it happens every fucking year and it's the same turnout every year. Um, it's over a few days. Thousands of people come through the doors at any given time. And, you know, if I can get these cats back out there for a larger crowd, it'll have a much better result. So I guess we'll see how that goes come, uh, I think it's either September or October. Um, I'm looking forward to that because, man, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Those cats really know how to do a show. They're on tour right now. It's called The Love pain comedy tour you can find them on facebook um i can't remember the name of the, the manager i think his name's wayne but their uh their leading act or their their leading host is a guy named black caesar and he's he spells caesar incorrectly i don't know why um he 
he's got talent when it comes to performing his poetry. He's got talent when it comes to writing his poetry. Man, he came out the gate swinging. I was like, damn, dude, these are like these are what legit poets look and sound like. This is how you know modern day poetry is is done. Granted, it probably wasn't like this fifty, a hundred, a thousand years ago, but you know, for for today's audience, this is what they want to see. This is what they want to hear. And this guy nailed it. Um, there were some other poets that also did really well, but their main guy, uh, Black Caesar, was you know on target. He was on target. Um, the other poets, like they they've been awarded, they've been recognized, and stuff like that. I don't know about Black Caesar's you know accolades, but I can tell you he's he stuck out more than anybody else. Um, maybe I don't know. One of these days we'll get him to come back. That would that would be ideal to get, to bring that whole crew down. They had other performers, but some of them didn't show, and I think that was probably wise. You don't want to bring out your entire A team to an event that's only got half the people you expected to be there. I expected about forty people to show. About twenty to twenty five people were there. So, um, yeah. So moving on from that. Um, you know, it was it was great. It was great. The comics took a couple of jabs at me because I was the only white dude there, and I was okay with it. I tried to I tried to you know feed back into it a little bit, and it, it didn't really work because I'm not a comic, and that that made me realize it's like you know what, you you need to not even try. <laughs> you need to not even put forth the effort. I had entertained the idea of like writing up jokes and preparing some shit for the podcast, and maybe preparing some shit for the microphone, and um, after me weekly trying to to contribute to the comic scene at the event we had i was like yeah yeah i mean it was kind of funny to a couple people but not everybody heard it so it was like how do you say it it was like um a tree falling down in a forest but no one's around to hear because <laughs> nobody was listening you know they were listening to the comics and i was like shit well so much for that plan that was actually Something I thought was funny, and a couple people near me thought it was funny, but no one else heard it. So let's just leave that alone. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna try that again in the future, and just to be embarrassed, you know, because either people don't get it or they don't hear it. Yeah, that's not gonna. I, I'm not subjecting myself to that shit no more. <laughs> so anyway, um, apart from that, you know, it's it's been an, a, a very stressful week for some people. I'm at the house now. I'll head in in a couple minutes. It's been a very stressful week for some people because, uh, you know, we're all facing the end of the semester and, uh, you know, money's starting to get tight in some areas. Um, work is just breathing down my neck because it's busy. It's, uh, we're, we're down a couple of people. One's on maternity leave. One's on like a month long vacation. And, um, we're trying to pick up the slack from those people not being there and, you know, they, they need me to contribute. And I, I took, stepped into this job thinking that, you know, the workload was going to be so light that I would be able to keep up with my studies. And that just has not been the case. That has not been the case. I, I meant to take this job to be able to stay on top of my schoolwork and get a paycheck at the same time. Um, and, and for all of y'all that are going to give me shit about that, it, it's possible. People do it every goddamn day. So I don't want to hear it. Um, so I was, I was expecting that. And it, the expectation didn't meet reality. So, you know, that's stressful. Uh, Jamie's job is pretty fucking stressful. She's dealing with some heinous felony crimes from these kids, like rape and murder. And it's, 
teenagers raping other teenagers, man. It's nuts. It's nuts. I can't, can't get my brain around it. You know, I, I grew up and, you know, kids were shitheads, but, you know, I guess because our population was smaller, we didn't have that uh, high level of crimes like, you know, cutting somebody's fucking throat or um, beating them to death or some shit. I mean, we had fights and I think a couple of times kids got stabbed, but yeah, I mean, until I moved to Arlington, that's when the shootings happened. And yeah, I guess there's something to that when you have like a bigger population, the chances of having, you know, murders and shit goes up. Anyway, um, you know, this fucking class I'm in for microbiology, this damn student, this young girl is probably like 19, 20, just got real rude and was like mocking people. She mocked me and I was like, yeah, that's rude, but all right. And I made sure that she heard it, but I was like, why, why do we got to be like this, man? Why does it have to be this fucking unnecessarily angry? You know, I, I, tr I don't get angry with people until they start fucking with me and that's when I respond, you know. My brother did that to me my whole life. He knows pretty well that when you fuck with me, I start getting pissed. <laughs> That's probably the only thing that does piss me off is don't don't fuck with me, man. I didn't fuck with you. <laughs> don't fuck with me if I'm not fucking with you. If we're playing around, I can handle that. If we're it just comes out of nowhere, I'm like, hey, what the fuck did I do for you to talk to me that way, huh? You know, I was my neighbor when I was walking my mom's dog. I talked about this. Um, we stepped into this grass and he like, without hesitation, opens his doors like, nah, -uh, get off my, get off my grass. Get him the, get him the hell out of here. I'm like, excuse me. Hold up. Wait, wait, what's going on? I'm just walking the dog. And we had this whole disagreement and I'm like, it's, it's, it's his property. I got to respect his wishes. But why do people have to just fucking go from zero to 60 like that? You know, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. I'm seeing these videos. Yeah. I shared it with, uh, my brother's group chat. Of this guy just walking around staring at people and throwing up gang signs and they immediately get hostile. They like immediately jump to anger and they're chasing him. Like one dude took his shirt off and threw it at the guy, hit him in the face with it. Um, you know, another dude, this big six foot four, like 280 pound black guy actually grabbed him and was pointing his finger in his face. Like, don't fuck with me or I'll fuck you up. You know, and he, st he walks off the kid, the video little clip ends with that dude and he looks pissed. He looks like he's fuming, you know, like he knows he can't beat this dude up or he's going to jail, but he really wants to. <laughs> I just don't get it. I was like, why the fuck is everybody so quick to get mad at everyone else, man? I mean, maybe it's the inflation. I don't know. But this was an older video. So it was like, I think it was before COVID. So, you know, it wasn't like he was having to deal with quarantine or some shit. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why people, you know. They're just so ready to get angry. I don't. I don't understand uh, over over little shit. You know, like a dog walking in your yard. If my dog took a shit in your yard and I didn't clean it up, I could totally understand you being mad. You don't want to step in that. You don't want your kids playing in it. You don't want to see it when you walk out to your car and leave for work the next day. That is a reasonable response. But just coming outside and chasing me off your property just because the dog was walking in the grass—that's not okay. There's not necessary. Or you know mocking other students in the class when they're asking questions. It's like, we got to ask this shit, dude. We need to know how this works because it's graded. So you know, forgive me if I'm going to ask a couple of things or, or someone else is going to ask a couple of things. It's like, dude, if that's how you feel, fucking skip class today. Shit. Everybody else does it so you can do it. So anyway, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why people got to jump to disrespect and anger. 
It's like, how is that helping? It's not helping me. It's definitely not helping you. I don't know. Don't I don't know, boy. Don't know. As my brother would say, he wants to go. My brother wants to go down to the Gulf of, the Gulf of Texas and watch this rocket take off. He's trying to get me to go out there to do it, but I, I just can't. I've missed enough classes. I've uh, missed enough, you know, assignments and shit. I can't, I can't miss anymore. So he's going to go watch a rocket take off. We haven't done that since I was 10 years old, going, which is 25 years plus. Uh, yeah, over 25 years, the last time we saw a rocket take off, we were down in uh, Florida. We were down in Florida. It was actually pretty awesome, you know. 25 years, a lot's changed in that amount of time, so... I can't imagine what the what it looks like now, but uh, anyway, um, he's going to go and take off work and go see it. He's going to make it happen. Um, I am not. <laughs> I'm going to call off work on Sunday to go see my nephew's baptism as well as some other people in my family. So uh, I'm going to make that happen. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you all have enjoyed your Easter. I hope the Easter was good to you. Um, I could have had better. <laughs> I had to work. But, you know, I get bonus pay for that, so, um, but I, yeah, I just, I, I really made a poor decision picking up this genetics class because it's bringing my GPA down huge, and it's the only class I've failed since I've been here, and I'm gonna fail it. Either that or I'm gonna get a D, and for me, a D is a failure, so I don't care how you justify it, I'm saying by my standard, D is failing. Anything below 70 is an F. I know how the college doesn't do that and whatever, but I don't care. I should have done better. I probably could have done better, but yeah, what's that matter now? It don't matter. None of this matters. Anyway, I'm going to get inside. Y'all be careful. Y'all be safe. Um, I just stole that from John Pimentel's JP's What. Uh, y'all drink water. It's starting to get warm again. And uh, drive careful out there, man. Um, some people I know that I went to junior college with about, oh, eight years ago, nine years ago, they, um, they died in a motorcycle accident. Uh, they were on the motorcycle. Somebody tried to make a U-turn and they crashed into them and they died. And, um, shit, man, they weren't even in their thirties. Please be careful on the road out there. It's, it's a, it's a mad, mad world we live in. Yeah, I think that fits for the title of this episode, A Mad, Mad World, because everybody's mad and it's also crazy. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Until next time, I am Aaron Rollins, your host of Southeast Third, and I am signing off. Why do my neighbors just have random shit lying around? God damn it, doesn't anybody pick up after themselves? <laughs>